0: Chapter Seven of The Rover Boys in the Mountains by Arthur M. Winfield. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Burrard. Chapter Seven. Something of a surprise. Despite the stirring events which had just passed, the rovers managed to pass a pleasant evening at the Stanhope Cottage. This was in a large measure due to Dora, who did all she could to entertain them and make them forget their troubles all played games and dora played the piano and sang for them while dick and tom also took a hand at the singing sam could not sing and declared that he was certainly getting a cold whether from being in the storeroom or not at ten o'clock the boys retired to a large bedchamber containing a double bed and a good-sized cot they were soon undressed and after saying their prayers dropped asleep and slept soundly until seven in the morning when they arose, a surprise awaited them. On the ground outside, the snow lay to the depth of a foot or more, and it was still snowing as heavily as ever. "'Hello! We are snowed in!' exclaimed Sam, as he gazed out on the whitened landscape. "'Sure enough,' returned Dick, and added, "'This looks as if Captain Putnam might not come back today. "'If that's the case, I vote we stay here,' put in Tom. "'I'm sure Mrs. Stanhope will keep us.' it was found that sam's cold had attacked him in earnest he was very hoarse and complained of a severe pain in the chest you'll have to do something for that cold said dick better stay in bed this morning and let mrs stanhope put a plaster on your chest going below he told the lady of the cottage of his brother's condition a mustard drop was at once prepared and placed upon sam and he was also given some pine-tar cough mixture these things relieved him somewhat but mrs stanhope insisted upon it that he remain in bed and brought him his breakfast with her own hands of course you must stay here especially since sam is sick said dora while they were eating a breakfast of buckwheat cakes honey chops and coffee he may not get worse but if he does one of you will have to take the horse and go for the doctor yes we'll have to watch sam answered dick but don't put yourselves to too much trouble on our account as if we could take too much trouble for you, exclaimed Dora, and blushed sweetly. It was not likely that she would ever forget all the rovers had done for her and her mother. Tom was anxious to learn about the lanings, and was told that they were all at home and doing finely. Nellie and Grace are going on a visit to an aunt at Timber Run, after the holidays, said Dora. They wanted me to go along, but I didn't care to leave Mama and we didn't wish to lock up the house for fear some tramps might break in and rob us. After breakfast, Sam said he felt like sitting up, but toward noon his chest began to hurt him again, and Mrs. Stanhope said it would be best that somebody go for a doctor. Dick and Tom both volunteered, but it was finally decided that Dick should go alone, on horseback. A steed was soon saddled, and off Dick rode wrapped in his overcoat and with an old fur cap pulled well down over his ears it had now stopped snowing so the weather was not quite as unpleasant as it had been dick was bound for the house of dr Fremley, a physician he knew well and thither he made his way as speedily as the horse could plow through the drifts which presented themselves at times when the wind arose it was nipping cold and the youth was glad to get in where it was warm "'when the physician's office in Cedarville was reached. "'Certainly I will come and see your brother,' said Dr. Friendly. "'I'll be ready to go in about half an hour. "'Will you go on horseback?' "'Yes.' "'Then I'll wait in town and go back with you,' said Dick. "'I wish to make a purchase or two. "'It was agreed that the youth should meet the physician at half-past twelve, "'and leaving his horse in the latter's stable, "'Dick walked down the main street of Cedarville.' He had his Christmas money with him, and, entering a store, he bought a cup of hot chocolate that warmed him considerably. After this, he selected a bottle of cologne and a box of chocolates as a Christmas gift for Dora. Opposite to the drugstore was stationery and bookstore, and here Dick procured a fancy floral calendar for Mrs. Stanhope and an interesting girl's book for Dora. From the store, Dick could obtain a side view of the Cedarville Hotel which stood on a corner up the street and having paid for his purchases the youth stood near the door and watched the hotel wondering at the same time if he would see anything of dan baxter presently a number of men came from the barroom of the hotel and moved in various directions with one of these was the youth for whom dick was looking dan baxter and his companion moved in the direction of the lake shore, and dick lost no time in following the pair the man with baxter was a stranger to dick but he showed by his manner that he was a rough individual, and when he talked he did a great deal of swearing, which, however, will not appear in his conversation in these pages. Having reached the road, running along the lake front, Baxter and his companion, whose name was Lemuel Husty, passed northward, past a straggling row of cottages, and then on the road leading to the village of Neckport. "'I wish I had time. I'd follow them,' said Dick to himself." And turned back much disappointed over the fact that he had not had a chance to speak to dan baxter as dick turned in the direction of the doctor's office once more he was hailed by a lad of the village named harry sharp hello dick rover how are you harry how do you like the snow all right enough only it will spoil some of the skating so i've been thinking answered dick as the two came closer say dick who do you suppose i met a while ago went on harry sharp i don't know dan baxter that's the chap how did you guess it i saw him myself i thought he didn't dare to show himself well he ought to be arrested harry but perhaps having his father in prison and losing most of his money is punishment enough for him i met him in the post office he was posting several letters did you see the handwriting on the letters no as soon as he saw me he slid out of sight i guess he doesn't fancy being recognized by the way have you seen captain Putnam? saw him about an hour ago i think he was going to the hall good enough i was waiting for him to get back a few words more followed and the two boys separated and dick hurried to the doctor's office doctor firmly was ready to leave and soon the pair were on the way to the stanhope cottage not wishing to give the hall a bad name dick deemed it advisable to say nothing about the fact that sam had been locked in an ice-cold room without his overcoat or hat and merely stated that his brother had exposed himself he has a very heavy cold said the doctor after an examination if let run it would have become serious beyond a doubt but i feel confident i can check it and he left some medicine and some plasters as soon as the doctor was gone dick announced his intention of returning to putnam academy the captain has got back and i want to lay the whole case before him and do it too while sam is still sick shall i go along asked tom no i'll go alone they may need you here on sam's account dick was soon on the way riding another horse for the stanhopes now kept two he had had a fine dinner and felt in the best of spirits despite the disagreeable task before him he did not doubt for a moment but that captain putnam would side with him and condemn the actions of jasper grinder he was still out of sight of the hall when he saw Peleg snuggers riding toward him in the captain's cutter is that you master rover sang out the man of all work where are your brothers say snuggers has the captain got back yes got in a couple of hours ago has he said anything about our going away? Said anything? Just guess he has. Why, the whole school is so upset and nobody knows what he is doing. Do you know what happened after you and your brothers ran away? Of course I don't. What did happen? Mr. Grinder had a terrible row with more than a dozen of the boys who sided with what you had done he got awfully mad at them and was going to cane the lot when all of a sudden he fell down in a fit just like he was going to die and we had to work over him most an hour before we could bring him around End of chapter seven